Try to imagine all life as you know it stopping instantaneously and every molecule in your body exploding at the speed of light. Total protonic reversal. Protonic reversal. Protonic reversal. With Conan Neutral. Protonic Reversal listeners, Radio Valencia, a world at large. Hello. That's right. You're in the right place. It's me. Let's go to Neutron. You are listening to the one, the only. Protonic Reversal. Got a great show for you today. We're going to be speaking to an amazing man, a renaissance man, if you will, Mr. Patrick Walsh of excellent, excellent, excellent band, Risk Award. About a half hour. We, uh, if we're lucky, if, if we're lucky, I'm not saying... I'm just saying, if we're lucky, we might end up with a call from the excellent Toronto band Grays, Grays, uh, who I saw rock the Eli's Mall High Club last night, and it's pretty amazing. Song you're hearing is Tilts, Ozark Bowtie. That is the theme song for this show that you are listening to right now. None other than uh, Radio Valencia's own... Protonic Reversal. Protonic Reversal. 
Indeed. Indeed, I get it. Photonic reversal. So we're going to listen to some music. We're going to have some laughs, if that's cool by you. And we are going to have a good time. Start off with some Nonagon. This is Hydronauts.
Hey, this is Austin from Hurry Up Shotgun, and I'm with my bandmates. I'm Adam. I'm Ben. And you're listening to Radio Valencia. You're damn right you are. That is Hurry Up Shotgun with Girl from California. Off of the excellent second Hurry Up Shotgun record. Before that, we had Hydronauts by Nonagon. Off of the record, The Last Hydronaut. Another excellent record. You'll notice the theme here. You are listening to Radio Valencia, and additionally to... Protonic Reversal. We are live, and taking your calls, 415-962-7979. Stick with us. Next 15 minutes or so, we're going to be talking to Mr. Patrick Walsh of excellent band Risk Reward, formerly of uh, Varsiter. And a little show you may have heard of called Live from the Barrage. Fascinating man. He's lived an interesting life. He's made some excellent music. Very funny, affable individual. I'm going to ask him about his his love of cider. (laughs) It's going to be a hell of a show, let me tell you people. Let's see. What are we going to have next? Oh, I think... I know exactly what we're going to have next. We're going to, so I'm going to play a song from an excellent band that I love. Uh, they're actually label mates with the, the Nonagon I, I played earlier. It's been called the Austerity Program. Interesting cats. They get a lot of big black comparisons because it's, it's a drum machine and you know, angry white dude clanking about and yelling but uh it's <laughs> they're they're their own beast and they're they're a hell of a band i think it's disingenuous to just say oh yeah big black i get it so i would never say such a thing i i will say they're awesome for sure and i think any listener of this show will like this record a lot this one just came out it is called Beyond Calculation. This is uh, the austerity program. Try and see what little I've been given. 
told to drop my pride and leave this fight. I'll never win. They won't take this place from me because I'm not ready to go.
was Devo with Blockhead. That is off of the very underrated Duty Now for the Future album. Really weird production on that album, but uh, great, great record, great songs. That's what counts. Before that, we had none other than the Austerity Program. Incredible band. Song 37. They got numbers for these songs. So it's real freaking hard when you're trying to put something together in like a radio show and you want to remember which song's which. But that is the one that I wanted to play. Album closer off of the fantastic new record, Beyond Calculation. If you want to find out more about the Austerity Program, just go to Controlled Burn Records, which is controlledburnrecords.com. Altogether, you can pick up the Austerity Program's Beyond Calculation record in the delightful 12-inch vinyl form, as well as a CD, or if you prefer, a quarter-inch tape reel <laughs> at 3.75 IPS, 7.5 IPS, 15 IPS, or 30 IPS. I find that to be completely hilarious. And that's something the austerity program would do, because they're just those kinds of guys. Oh, Mission Bingo this morning. There was a cranky old man walking a dog that they, they both were straining their muscles as hard as they could in opposite directions. The uh, dog was going one way, the guy was going the other. And the guy seemed to be displeased about it and was muttering about it, but not actually doing anything to stop the dog from doing this, which I thought was interesting. Other than that, the same garden variety sort of thing that you would see in the mission. Heart of San Francisco. Here in the Radio Valencia Studios. You are listening to Protonic Reversal on Radio Valencia. Hey. Hey, don't change the dial. Don't change the dial. Very shortly we're going to be talking to none other than Mr. Patrick Walsh. I'm very excited about this. like this guy. Funny man. Talented dude. You'll have to excuse me today. I'm more than a little tired. I violated the, the Neutron Code and went out and saw an excellent show last night. On Wednesday, even though it ended relatively early. Uh, Reptoid, Grays, and Hawk Jones. All three bands were wonderful. I'll be playing some stuff by those guys a little later. Uh, maybe all three. And if we're lucky, if we're lucky, I'm not saying anything, we might be hearing from the singer of Toronto band Grays. Not the Grays. I, I made that mistake and was immediately called out by the internet because that, of course, is what the internet is good for, is for immediately calling people out on things. They were great. Fantastic band. And I hope we get a chance to talk to them later in the show. But first we're going to talk to Patrick Walsh. And before that, we're going to listen to a tune or two. Okay? Sound good? So this is a risk-reward. Keep your mouth closed.
That was Risk Reward with Breaking Hearts off of the first self-titled Risk Reward record. And before that, we had Keep Your Mouth Closed off of the second Risk Reward record, which I, I feel charmingly refer to as Risk Reward 2, The Deuce. On the phone now, we have none other than Mr. Patrick Walsh. Patrick. Hello there. Welcome to the show. Thanks for coming on, man. Thank you very much for having me. Your people? They're very excited to hear from you. I'm very excited to hear from you. Got a lot of people in that studio. Got a lot of people crammed in here. (laughs) (laughs) So that's a... You got two two self-titled records, huh? Yeah. And uh, they're both great. I I have them both on vinyl. I jam them out whenever I can. Uh, I just... appreciate that. Was the self-titled thing a... Purposeful thing, or was it just nobody could agree on a title, or you just don't care, or what's the what's the situation? <laughs> we just kind of we kind of didn't care. I mean, it was we uh, basically we started the graphic design for the second record, and then we were just about had it in the can, and we're like, oh, should we title it? And then we're like, mm, no, nah, it wouldn't look good. So we just it was just a design choice more than anything else. It's pretty interesting, and I've put up a a picture of it on the Radio Valencia website. But it's it's interesting. There's a is that varnish or like what's the? There's a wood kind of theme going on with it. It's Uh, trade secret. I can't tell you what that is. Okay. (laughs) I'll tell you. I'll tell you over a beer. How's that? Okay, sounds good. But there's definitely a wood theme going on here. It's it's very. Uh, it's got kind of an iconic kind of look to it. So I, I see what you mean. You've got the, the R slash R logo. It's a... Uh, yeah. Yeah, you know. I, I'm still going to call it the deuce every time I play anything from it, which I hope you're okay that's, with. That's, that's, oh, yeah, I'm absolutely fine with that. We, so, should, we should actually name our third album Deuce, just to mess with people. You really should. That would, that would be a good thing. <laughs> and so this is Everest Awards, a three-piece band. Uh, yourself, uh, Mr. John Houlihan. No, I kind of know the sound man. For Rob Zombie. Who kind of knows the sound man for Rob Zombie. And uh, Dan Darrow. Uh, but before Risk Reward, you had another band called Varsiter, correct? Uh, uh, yeah, Varister. That was uh, uh, just uh, Danny and myself. So two-piece band, and you, there's, there, were just, there were some records. I was kind of semi-frantically and incompetently searching for, for some of that to play, and I, I, I came up short, unfortunately, but I, I may yet pull out of the bag. Um, yeah, I believe it's up on uh, Bandcamp. Okay, great. Then I'll I'll I'll, yeah. I'll get to that for sure. So how did you how did you end up? And I I realize asking this question might seem kind of kind of weird, but how did you end up playing with uh, the internet's own John Houlihan? Um, well, Varister had broken up. Interesting. And I was I was working on stuff on my own, but in the meantime, I had been playing drums for. Uh, John for his band and then as I was writing stuff eventually John came to me and he said you know like I'll back you up on your stuff if you want to do that so we were two separate bands with the same members except we were just rotating the drum position between John and I Gotcha. and eventually at some stage we said this is silly we could double our output okay alright and then eventually um, Lorenzo who used to play bass he left so then we brought in uh, Danny on drums, and then uh, John and I switched to swapping bass. Interesting. Yeah, and for those that, and since, just to, I didn't preface this earlier by mentioning that Risk Ward is a band from Queens, from, from New York. So 
I don't believe you guys as our school board have played the Bay Area yet, but of course we have listeners from all around. And if you've ever been to a risk award show, there's almost a uh, there's a Sloan-esque changing of instruments, but not every yeah. There's not a total rotation, which which is good because that 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 can get very irritating in a uh, in a set situation because it kind of slows the, the the mood, if you will. So yeah, we we try we try to to keep it in in blocks of songs, so we're not like doing a constant rotation thing. But you're a guy. I mean, you've you've been. You've been writing some songs for for a while now. Uh, you've, didn't you? You were doing like a kind of. And I'm not sure how much you want to get into this, but since it is the radio show and I'm interviewing you, I'm going to ask you the questions. Did, weren't you doing the thing where you like basically you know writing a song for your supper to a certain degree? <laughs> uh, no, I don't. Uh... Not like wandering minstrel style. I'm, I'm talking about just you know songwriting as a. Not vocation exactly, but uh, uh-huh. would you care? To, would you care to speak to that? I guess might be the question. I have no. I'm terrible on this radio show. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, I'm, I'm not sure if I understand the nature of your question. Are you asking me? Am I am I am I for or against uh, work? Uh, uh, songwriting as a as a as a, as a lifestyle. I, well, I thought I I thought I remembered a drunken conversation at your at your wonderful place. Uh, uh-huh. That involves something along those lines of that you had, you had sort of done some some made to order sort of song things along those lines. I don't know. Am I talking on my ass here? Probably. Um. Uh, no, I don't know. Like, I've, I mean, I've, uh, I've 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 certainly done stuff like that, like just strictly for my own amusement. Gotcha. Okay. And sorry, that was, that was a terrible line of question. I'm abandoning it immediately. Uh-huh. It's, but you you've been you've been kicking around for a while, I, and I've. It's it's interesting that you mentioned uh, when Risk Award started that you you doubled your band's output because it seems like you you guys are very methodical about uh, writing songs. I mean, you're definitely you're not a Bradley R. Weissenberger and uh, the Book Burners, uh, you know, excellent band, but you know, there's a release every every five seconds it seems, and uh-huh. they're all awesome, and that that's one school for sure. But there de- definitely is a lot of care and attention. That seems to be put into the package, uh, yet there is sort of like a lower profile to it as well. Is that important to you guys, or is that just something that kind of developed naturally? It, it kind of developed naturally just over the course of us. You know, I mean, like we we all work full time. You know, I mean, uh, we have families. We have, you know, so gradually it became more about you know. In our perception, I guess the the, the quality rather than the quantity. If, if we can't, uh, you know, since we can't uh, necessarily do it as much as we as uh, we would like to, we would like to make sure that our output is as, as uh, good as possible. You know. Sure. Absolutely. Well, I mean, I think that's certainly a laudable goal. <laughs> there's nothing. There's nothing wrong with with making sure that you have a quality product. To be certain. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I mean, but rather than that, that's not to say that bands do put out. Sincerely, we're not afforded that opportunity. We don't, you know, uh, have that type of time, which seems seems to be uh, actually getting better now. Like it seems like the crunch is kind of over as far as life wise. So we're kind of, I think we're going to be able to spread our wings a little bit more in the future. Great. Well, I mean, I I can speak personally and say that I'd love to see you guys out on this coast and would do anything in my power to to make that happen. Well, thanks a lot, man. I appreciate that. Sure. Uh, so, and 
you've uh, this record was recorded at Electrical Audio, right? Uh, with Correct. Mr. Steve Albini. Yeah, some dude, yeah. Yeah, you may have heard of him, maybe. <laughs> and it seems that that's a. It's interesting because I'm gonna be honest with you. When I, when I first when I first heard you guys' band, I, I didn't quite know what to make of it. It wasn't exactly what what I expected. And I don't know what I expected, but when I first heard it, I was like, "Hmm." There definitely was a kind of a, a, a scratching a scratching of the head. And uh-huh. then as I listened to it, uh, the songs got hooks, man. The, the songs kind of kind of draw you in, and in, in, in a way that. And I, to be clear, I mean this as a compliment. It's kind of like a Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers kind of thing, almost, where it's just will we'll kind of lodge in the back of your skull and then can come back around we, uh, once in a while. The first time that we played Chicago, um, <clears throat> somebody was asking me, like, well, what's, what's your band like? And I'm like, we're just a rock band. And like, what do they sound like? We're just a rock band. And we played our set, and that person came running up to me afterwards and goes, well, and and it's funny because that, you know, in the these current days we have of just rampant genre and subgenre classification, being just a rock band, people hate that answer. Like, well, what does that mean? Does it sound, you know, does it sound like Nickelback? No, it doesn't sound like Nickelback. <laughs> and and I think that's interesting that because you guys definitely are a rock band, and I and I for one. Think that's wonderful. I think you guys do do a great job of it. So I'm I'm, I'm glad I'm glad that there is a rock band out of Queens, uh, and, and, and it's interesting that the delineation. And you might want to clarify this because a lot of people that are maybe not uh, New York centric uh, aren't necessarily going to know why 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 the differentiation between we're from Queens. What that's uh, how you announce your shows. We're scored. We're from Queens. Is that Yep. Just, just because uh, you know the uh, the from Brooklyn thing is is so cliche at this stage. You know, I mean, it seems like every band, you know, like you know, regardless if they're from you know Omaha or Poughkeepsie, it seems that you know, like the first thing that that you have to do is move to Brooklyn and then you know proudly proclaim that you're from Brooklyn. <laughs> right. You know? So it's it's become like like just kind of an amusing thing. Like it was originally, you know, like in kind of an anti punk like like hi, we are not cool. We are not friendly. We're sure. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, that's part of the frame is that yeah, we're we're from we're from the place that nobody nobody is from and nobody will acknowledge. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a secondary status. And it's, but it is interesting too because if you hear a band say, "Oh, we're from Brooklyn," it's like, "Oh, great, another another one of these." Uh, yeah. huh? Of course you are. Of course yeah. you are. I'm sure you went to grade school there. Yeah, it makes <laughs> it makes so much sense when you move from you know Iowa, wherever the hell it is you actually are from, and ended yeah. up in Brooklyn to quote unquote make it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. Okay, and that's uh, yeah. It's not, and it's, and uh, it's not really a, a, a militant reactionary thing either. It's just a mild irritant. <laughs> certainly, certainly. Uh, talking to Patrick Walsh from the excellent band Risk Reward, uh, also from the radio show Live from Barrage, which is a show that you can hear every Friday at nine Eastern. Uh, so, or is it? Wait, no, it's five o'clock my time. I know that much. Uh, live from okay. live from uh, excellent show. I just want to hear. I want to hear you do math on the air. Right. Oh, I'm, it's. I don't know what it is. I am terrible at time zones. I can't. I, I've, <laughs> I, I'm just awful at it. Well, it's 
it's 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so that would be 5 p.m. There we go. Correct? Okay, yeah, 3, yeah. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> and it's on Friday. You take the hour, and then you, you, you take uh, take three hours, and that's the difference. There's one. Yeah, oh, gosh. <laughs> Hold on, I'm going to need a sheet of paper here. Somebody get this man an abacus. Oh Lord, it's a it's, it's I'm rough with time zones on a uh, on, on a good day, but I, I definitely I, I went out to a show. I, I violated one of my cardinal rules and went out to a show last night, and it was great. All, all the bands were awesome, but yeah, I remember why I don't go to Wednesday shows anymore. Oh yeah, <laughs> which is that. That'll take it out of you. It, it makes me the dumb. So, live from the barrage. You originally, you at the very beginning, you were not on the show regular, and then there was sort of a very organic kind of joining. Uh, and, and I would say that, in a very good way, that uh, when you when you joined up with the show, that is st- started ostensibly by your bandmate uh, John Hulahan. And Correct. but it's it's been going for a while now. A great show. At, that wasn't a planned thing, though. You just kind of ended up, showed up, and and then what? You just kept showing up the next next week and next week after that, or was it a? Uh... No, you know what it was was uh, we had uh, they asked me to come in and just sit in and just kind of hang out and be a guest, and um, we uh, we started uh, talking about something I can't remember exactly what we were talking about, but we all had a good laugh, and then we went to break. And um, and uh, Dave Harrison, who's unfortunately uh, what we shot with the show currently, um, he when we went to break, yeah, he turns to me and he's like, "You're you're, you're coming in every week." <laughs> that was, that nice. Was basically it. Well, and yeah, it's it, it, you guys have the chemistry as well, and mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure a lot of that comes from from playing music together and you know just knowing each other for forever. But it definitely seemed like a very natural slipping in, if you will. Yeah, exactly, and it was. Uh, it was it was nice too that it was Dave who was the guy that I didn't know. Sure. So, who, em- who embraced me and said you're coming into the show all the time. You know? Right, right. The X Factor, the uh, you know, the, the, exactly the, the guy that you're you're not playing music with. <laughs> yeah. Mm. The guy that I literally just met that day on the air. Awesome. And yeah. Uh, so that's, that's the first time I'd met him. So they didn't just bring you on for the microphones, then is what you're saying. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, and for those that have not heard the show, uh, again, livefromthebarrage.com, it's kind of a, I think somebody used the term once, uh, like an everything-nothing kind of show, and that it's about everything, it's about nothing at the same time. Uh, there's, mu- there's music played. I think that it, you know, it would fit very well in the Radio Valencia programming am- amongst the, the better shows for those that know uh, Radio Valencia programming, such as a logical contraption, things along those lines. It kind of seems like, and and don't take this the wrong way. It seems like the show rambles a bit, but then kind of comes back together. <laughs> and uh, John's vision for the show was that John wanted the show to sound like the way rehearsal sounds when we're not playing music. Interesting. So basically, okay. that it's like you know when you if um, I don't know if any of your listeners have the experience of being in a band when you when you get together. You know, it's it's typically you know like um, maybe once or twice a week, and everybody has a hundred stories to tell, like instantly in that moment when you first meet. You know, so there's always like the first twenty minutes is is catching up and and um, you know telling stories from your week and you know comments from current events and stuff like that. And then you know in between songs, like you you can hit the end note of a song and somebody will just be like, oh, you know what I wanted to tell you. <laughs> and, 
right, right. conversation just picks right up again. Yeah, so yeah. That, was, that was Sean's uh, vision for the show. Okay, interesting. So, and, and it does it does seem to flow very organically in that way, uh, but it, it goes beyond the. It's called it's called no prep. Right. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It, it goes it's, it does go beyond the. Uh, a lot of people seem to think that you can just throw up microphones and start talking, and that's going to be an entertaining show. And that makes for a lot of very dull programming and a lot of very boring podcasts because there is a flow to it and there is things that you can do to make things sound extemporaneous. But it's more about... Well, I mean, I, I, can't, I can't listen to like, our, our earlier shows. Right. And stuff, you know, I mean, like, I, I really think we've, we've grown a lot as, as broadcasters that we, uh, we, we understand it better. Well, certainly, and it's... And, and using the the band analogy that, that you that you mentioned, uh, you know, that there's something that I've I've noticed with your show is that uh, you guys are better at not going for the jugular all the time. Now, sure. like you're better at kind of hanging back and letting, just like you would let a song breathe, or sure. I mean, when you're when you're putting something together, you kind of will let the show breathe a little bit. And that's to your credit. I think that makes for a, uh, I mean, it's a deadly funny show. So it's I think sure. that I think that really. Helps. That's and, interesting. I never thought of that. No, it's 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 something I've I've definitely noticed. And uh, kudos to you guys for doing that because it's hard when you have a yeah, bunch well, of very well, smart, funny well, people in a room and everyone's just going for it constantly. <laughs> it's it's, it's well, turned out a bit much. You also, yeah, but you know, you also don't want to go into predictable shock jock territory either. You know, <laughs> right? Exactly. And that's 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 the other side of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, like you want to uh, try to try to explore as many different uh, uh, options of things as all time. You know, I mean, if somebody is going to call in uh, who I don't know, say had sex with a dolphin or something, <laughs> uh, it would be very predictable to you know uh, go fully moralist on them and attack them. Right, exactly, and Whereas, just use them as a, as an object it would be of ridicule. Far more interesting to give a straight interview. No, and it's and that's you know it still stands as one of the more iconic shows and. Certainly, an interesting jumping-off point for anyone if they were if they came they came in on there because it would, it would make me be like, well, what, what, what are the rest of it sound like when there's not someone that has, has sex with dolphins on the show? <laughs> yeah, we're really selling the show, huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, no, but I think in a, in a good way because I think that, like, and like I said, it, it does feel very organic. And I think that there is uh, like an astroturfing with a lot of radio to kind of try to get that organic feel and make it sound like, oh, these are my friends and I'm hanging out with them. But I think part of what makes uh, your guys' show interesting is that it does, you can kind of hear the friendship in in the top, even when you guys are pissed at each other, <laughs> you can still tell that everyone's, you know, uh, buddies at, at heart. And that's good. I guess I don't. I don't know where the hell I'm going with this, man. This is some show. Let me tell you. Uh, so, what are you here to promote? Uh, well, I mean, we can we can't get uh, get vicious with one another, but it's just it's kind of the thing we we've, we've all known each other for so long. You know, we've known each other since we were you know 15 years old. That it's you know you just kind of have to throw your hands up and be like. You know, it's like it's like family at this stage where you're like, you know, I'm not going to not know this person. I'm not going to, you know, like get angry with this person and stop speaking to them. You just kind of suck it up and go on with it, you know? Right, exactly. And mm-hmm. 
you know, if you can have some, if you can have some laughs on the way. And and it, it, what's interesting too is, you know, and I, I've certainly had this experience. I, I wonder if you have as well that you'll, you know, you'll, you'll do something and you'll be like, oh god, that was terrible, it was awful. And then you yeah. listen back to it, it's like, oh wait, no, that that actually worked out all right. Who knew? Oh yeah, that's every show. <laughs> like like you know, um, I think uh, uh, John Houlihan is, is our resident. Uh, in that department, you know, he thinks every, you know, every segment's terrible, every show's terrible, and then, but he's also the one who, who edits them and puts them together for podcasts, and then, you know, like, uh, you know, I'll look it off the air and be like, oh, it's a terrible show, and blah, 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 and whatever, and, you know, then, like, while he's doing the podcast, I'll get a text, he's like, this is a really good show. <laughs> right, like, as you're listening back to it, it's like, oh, that wasn't terrible after all, it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, but you know, but that's it too. It's it's a it's hardly a bad attitude to have because it it does make you you know I mean it, it constantly keeps us on our toes anyway. You know we want to uh, you know we we do as much as it uh, as it sounds like we we don't put any effort into it. We don't put any work into it. Like we we do put a lot of effort into it actually. You know, and it's you know it's about being natural. Really? Sure, and I think that's to be commended too, because, like I said, I think there's a, there's a lot of. Well, I know there's a lot of shows that uh, that try to strike that balance and strike that chord, and most of them never quite achieve it. I think you guys have actually put together something kind of remarkable, and the fact that it's done <laughs> in a very uh, not not necessarily a seat of your pants sort of situation, but certainly not with a you know professional equipment or infrastructure that's provided. Is uh, kind of laudable, and I think that, that mm. in fact, I would say it's something that's uh, worthy of a round of applause. Thank you. Yes, yes. Laugh in the barrage. This this crowd, they're very responsive. They 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 shut right up when when you don't want them talking, and then uh, they're they're just can't can't get them going. Are they Japanese? Exactly. <laughs> I, have, I have a pen of Japanese tourists in here that just. Ladies and gentlemen, But they they are uh, they will turn on you though. See, I mean, oh, there we go, right there. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, it certainly is fun doing a radio show, isn't it? So. <laughs> And so it's it's interesting that uh, I mean, do you ever get burned out from, you know, you, you do you do the radio show darn near every week, and you know, uh, you're you're in a band with with John. Like, do you ever just get, get sick of seeing each other? I mean, that's uh, no, that's good. No, I'm, I mean, yeah, it's just like you know, like it's there. It is what it is. I mean, like the only. You know, as far as the grind, you know, I gave up on that a long time ago because every time I've ever said, oh, you know, I really don't feel like going to rehearsal tonight, I would always make myself go, and the very second we would start playing, I would instantly feel 20 times better and, you know, think to myself, wow, I almost was going to cancel this tonight. Right. You know? And so so I realized fairly early on that uh, you, you just you just go and do it, and you, and you'll be happy that you did. You know, and uh, there's, you know, believe me, there's many times it's uh, it's difficult to, to do a live show every Friday night. You know, I mean, you're sacrificing, you know, especially, you know, at, you know, at this age, uh, you're sacrificing, you know, what is arguably 50 percent of your social time, you know, considering like Friday and Saturday nights are really the only time to right. go out. So uh, 
it is uh, it is a bit of a sacrifice, and sometimes it's frustrating. Um, but like I said, every time I go there, I I never regret going in and doing it. Sure. And it's yeah, especially yeah, like you said, like like it being being Friday. I mean, even even out here, and you guys are in drive time. It's still like, oh, it's Friday, you know. <laughs> I'm gonna go out and do some stuff. Like I'll I'll catch this stuff on the on the flip side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I can I can only imagine. Uh, it, is, it is important. I mean, we we there we have spoken about shifting it to the, you know a, a different night of the week and or stuff like that. You know, like uh, but I think it's. An essential uh, component of the show is the fact that that it is live and that we don't edit. Right. You know, War, uh, warts and all, it's out there. It's just, it's out there, and if there's a blatant screw up or something, it's boom right there, and it happened, and you heard yeah. it, and you're you're part of it. It's part of a community. Mm-hmm. Really. Yeah, yeah. There's no you know there's no cleaning up or or cutting things down or tightening things up for the podcast or you know. So I mean, and I think the fact that it is Friday night has uh, has a lot to do with that. You know, and also it's it's great for our guests. Sure, yeah. You know, I mean, it's, it's a lot better for them to come down on a on a you know on a Friday night than on a on a on a Wednesday night. You can hang out, have a couple of beers, get a little loosey goosey. Right, right. You're you're going to get a wildly different interview on you know Monday night versus a versus Friday, for sure. For sure. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that. It's interesting. It's it's been interesting seeing how organically the sort of community around the show is sort of built up, and how much it becomes sort of a mainstay of, of people and, and their routine. And it's been very very surprising to me. Very pleasantly surprising. Yeah, it's it's not. You know, it, it doesn't. It certainly doesn't happen with with every show. And again, I think you guys should be commended for just keeping it together. I, one of the reasons I wanted to do my show here in the first place is I I do like that idea of like the regular schedule and. You know, it, it's like it's Cheers or something. You know, you can mm. everyone knows your name. <laughs> and I think I think the fact that you know you have a bunch of people that maybe are yeah, broke or or whatever, socially awkward or you know, who, who the hell knows. They they have a place that they can hang out and listen to some very funny, very awesome people talk about some nonsense. Cool. <laughs> and uh, you know, I, and and I think uh, I think you're. You're commendable. I think that, I think this radio gig you were born to do. You, you just have the voice for it. <laughs> Even if you don't mean it, I appreciate you saying that. Thank you, sir. I do mean it. Okay. Sincerely. Uh, there are times though that I, I really wish I wasn't doing the show alone. But then I remember I hate people, and also it's the morning, and nobody wants to come in in, in the morning. And hey, do you want to go uh, push buttons for me? And okay, wait, where, where are you going? You're walking away. Wait, come back, come back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> H- hating hating people in the morning is a good combination. Yeah, it actually is really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, and again, if you're just tuning in now, we're listening to uh, Patrick Walsh tell us about Live from the Raj, uh, one of the radio shows that he is a uh, co-host of, that you can hear at 8 p.m. Fridays Eastern, livefromthebarrage.com on live stream, and it's uh, 5 p.m. Uh, drive time over here. Great show. Uh, heavily backed. I, I'm a... Tune in! I'm a fan. Tune in! Tune in! Tune in indeed. <laughs> Hey, All right, well, hey I don't change the dial. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Patrick, this has been great talking to you, man. Um, any – so I got to say, I, I'm not – I wanted to play some, some Verister stuff, but I don't know the material that well. I've heard it. I liked it. Uh, can you can you recommend me a song to, to jam out for the, for the peoples? Uh, how about bass? 
Uh, okay, cool. And I will be I will be playing that uh, shortly. Awesome. Hey, man, it's uh, it's been great talking to you. It's always a pleasure speaking to you, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you soon. All right. All right. Good luck, man. Thank you. All right, Patrick. Thanks. Bye-bye. Patrick Walsh, risk-reward, awesome dude, life in the barrage, uh, great guy. like that guy. So this is uh, Verister, uh, base.
risk reward killer killer that is off of the second risk reward record risk reward to the deuce as opposed to the third record which apparently is going to be called deuce <laughs> before that we had verister with bass uh, both of these very excellent recordings and songs feature mr patrick walsh my guest on today's show patrick don't ever change man you are listening to Conan Neutron's Protonic Reversal. That's right. Protonic Reversal. Thank you for doing that. Hey. Hey, don't change the dial. Thank you for not changing the dial either. Oh, you have questions? We have answers. Call in 415-962-7979. Let's talk. Let's talk, people. Uh, I did a bit with Mr. Evan Gritson this last Saturday. If you tuned in, thank you for doing that one-off show, subbing for the Metal Asylum, where no actual metal was played. Sorry, King Diamond in the chat box. No King Diamond was played. No other metal was played. Except I think he maybe played a Melvin song. Ryan Christopher Parks of the excellent band B. Hamilton... They're putting out a record, and one of the rewards they had, rewards, risk reward, hmm, interesting, is to do a cover tune of some kind. Now, if you're familiar with, with Ryan Christopher Parks and the excellent band B. Hamilton, he is an amazing uh, finger-picking style guitar player, a very talented guy, and an all-caps presence of <laughs> insanity on the internet that is both enthralling and a little frightening to watch. I'm kicking it over to you people. The man's interesting. The, the man, the man can, can do a tune. And I got to figure this out pretty soon. We have some, some top contenders for sure. Uh, we have some more ironic choices, if you will. Sarcastic, maybe, if not ironic. Your uh, Tony, 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 If I Had No Loot as for instance but these will be songs that Ryan Christopher Parks from the excellent band B. Hamilton would play so if you've got a suggestion for that put it in the chatterbox if you're listening live radiovalencia.fm let me know on Facebook or call in 415-962-7979 I will play a B. Hamilton song Next, off of the first record, so you can kind of get an idea of, of the guy's uh, the guy's talents. But I will say that he does do an excellent cover of Genuine's "Pony," and that is not a sentence that I really would have expected to say, to be brutally honest. But there you go. I said it. It's out there. It's in the world. What song should Ryan Christopher Parks of Excellent Band B. Hamilton cover? I don't know, but I got to figure it out. Got to figure it out. So let's hear a little bit of B. Hamilton now. This is off of their first record. Uh, this is the titular, <laughs> titular song, and it's called Everything I Own is Broken. Story of my life. 
That's B. Hamilton with Everything I Own is Broken, titular song on the first B. Hamilton record. (laughs) We are playing a great game called What Should I Make Ryan Christopher Parks Cover? I have exactly one chit. Chit, C-H-I-T. What is the origin of that word? Chit. I have no idea that I can use to have Mr. Ryan Christopher Parks of the excellent band B. Hamilton cover one song. We got some great suggestions for this last week. I believe of the many suggestions that were that were out there, there were, uh, as I said, Tony, Tony, Tony. If I had no loot, that was, that was a pretty good one. There was a Mike and the Mechanic song that uh, Mr. Evan Gritson pointed out. I couldn't even tell you if I'd ever heard of Mike and the Mechanic song, but then when the, the terrible chorus came in, I was like, oh, right, that. Uh, I Can't Dance by Genesis was a suggestion. I believe there's some Billy Squire. If you've got a suggestion, put it in the chatterbox. This is not for Bob Seeker covers, Garth Plinko in the chatterbox. This is for an entirely different thing altogether. I'm going to go ahead and, in the chatterbox, put the B. Hamilton, uh, what is it, Indiegogo, I guess. God, I, I, can't, I can't keep track of this stuff. 
right, yeah, go to the uh, the B Hamilton uh, Indy Cindy or whatever Sam Hill it is, and pay twelve dollars to them for a new record. Um, <laughs> force that out of my way. I don't know Bob Seger very well. Is, is the problem? I, I I've liked what I heard of the Bob Seger system. But, yeah, if you have a suggestion, 415-962-7979. Don't bother, says Garth Plinko. (laughs) Fantastic. (laughs) I won't. Thank you. Uh, For Ryan Christopher Parks from B. Hamilton. All caps personality. Great dude. Amazing musician. Two cover. I got to say, it's hard. Like, I'd like to pick something right from a genuine place that's it's I know he's just gonna be able to knock out of the park but then I also wanted to be incredibly cruel as well and you know that that's a that's a very real that's a very real thing like oh it would be great it would be great to inflict something on Ryan Christopher Parks you know Something along those lines of cover this. Modern classic. I'm a scat man. <laughs> oh, I'm laughing already. I can't I can't believe I can't believe this is A a song. B that it was a gigantic hit. And C there's a video of it. And I guess D. That I think this is the fourth time that I play this on the radio show. This, this, it's just—it's absurd. This was a hit. Okay, so I'm sorry. I mean, I mean, suck down the uh, Scatman, John. Hole. So we have a suggestion for uh, Slow Ride by Foghat. <laughs> this is, oh my god, the full version is eight minutes long. Good lord. All right, got a little Foghat coming at you. Slow Ride. Time to take a slow ride down to Ryan Christopher Parksville. You listen to Radio Valencia. Coming at you. Photonic reversal. It's called hitting the post, son. <laughs> oh. That's not a bad suggestion, actually. I, I, I think Ryan Christopher Parks could uh, could do a good version of Slow Ride by Foghat. Why don't we, why don't we just play, play that as a bed? <laughs> Garth Linko also mentioning that he made his bandmate Josh... Do a similar thing and cover "Running the Devil" by Van Halen. F you, Foghead. I don't want to listen to you. Running the De- with the Devil by Van Halen, and it was great. And I agree, it, it was fantastic. Uh, so this could turn out really well. Uh, Foghat, man. You know who's into Foghat? Russell Emerson Hall from Tyranny is Tyranny. He gave me a Foghat live record. That's a thing that I own. Go figure. Anyway, think about it. Uh, if you've got a suggestion, it can be totally absurd. It can not be absurd at all. 415-962-7979. Call in. Let me know. 
I gotta figure this out, man. Gotta figure this out. So let's listen to uh, let's listen to this band I heard yesterday from Toronto. Uh, oh, now yeah, we've got a caller. Minute. Caller, you're on the air. Oh, hey, Conan, what's up? It's Elmo. Hey, Elmo, what's happening, man? Um, much. Just give me the word. Try to give you a call. Fantastic. Do you have a a cover suggestion for Ryan Christopher Parks to be forced into covering? Yeah. Uh, oh shoot. Uh, White Snake. Uh, here I go again. <laughs> That's pretty good, man. That's pretty good. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not really a great song, uh, but I mean, that's that's a pretty good cruel cover. I, I like that. That's yeah. good. It's because it's so ridiculous. Is there a wow? There's a whole like <laughs> intro going on. Yeah, you know, it's kind of ridiculously epic for no reason. Right, right. We absolutely no reason at all. This is uh, we're talking to Elmo. Of the excellent band uh, the Knuckles, yeah. and uh, I didn't. I don't remember all this. This this opening. There's a lot. There's a lot of soft opening here. When does it? Yeah. When does it kick in? I just, rem- I just remember that because I was uh, when I was in Germany. I was driving on the autobahn, and Germany radio stations are kind of they kind of play everything all in one radio station. Like it'll be like German techno, and then like an American pop song, and then an Italian pop song, you know, and then and then. It was going through the cycles, and here I go again, came on, so. <laughs> That's pretty good. I just thought that was funny. <laughs> it's, it's definitely, uh, it, it takes a while before it, uh, it starts rocking out. This is, uh, this is, this is some, some sensitive stuff here. Like, I feel like I'm having feelings right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well. It kind of gives me the, kind of gives me the chills of, like, you know, cringe a little bit. There we go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, and you know, you know what would be good about this too is I think a lot of people they wouldn't they they would be listening to it and be like, "What is this? I know this. I know what this is." And then, yeah, then it comes in with the uh, the Tawny Katane part, and uh, and on you go. Yeah, that's good, man. That, that's a good suggestion. I like that. I'm I'm gonna put that on the yeah. short list. Yeah. All right. Cool, man. Elmo, uh, thank you, man. Hey, uh, when when you gonna? Uh, are we gonna visit in one of your radio station days, man? All right, sorry, sorry, I can't, I can't hear you over the cheering crowd. Could you, could you repeat that, please? Oh, <laughs> uh, sorry, my phone's kind of my phone. I can't hear that stuff on my phone. But uh, are, am I gonna come in and talk yeah. to you pretty soon? Yeah, what, what, yeah I, absolutely. I'd love, I'd love to have you and the, the excellent Elmo. Who I'd love to have. Uh, like I said, I think the 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 move, if we could pull it off, would be uh, you and your dad, and me and my dad. Uh, yeah, I think I think that'd be badass, but I think it might be a little more achievable just to not not go that ambitious and just have you in. Yeah, let's, let's have you in, man. I'd love to have that. Yeah, that hurry up shotgun show you were telling me about that. You were like, you know, I, I told my dad about that. He was like, yeah, that's a really good idea. You know, it'd be actually really funny because we just take our banter that we do and just put it on the radio. It's like, yeah. Totally, and it, 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 I mean that's exactly what I do. So it just would be with entertaining people as well as me. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, this is a perfect job for you. I don't know why you're not headlining in a, a you know station in New York or something. You know. God, I don't know either. So somebody, somebody get on that, would you? Just, just give me piles of oh. money to do this. I will, I will, I will do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah <I> know. <laughs> All right, man. All right, Elmo. Thanks for calling in, bud. Yeah, I'll keep listening. All right, later. That's Elmo of the Knuckles. Uh, great band. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna play a song by the band Grays, and uh, but keep coming, keeping those suggestions coming. I think oh, the White Snake is a pretty good. That's pretty good. That that might be the winner. Oh, but it'd be so cruel and awesome to have Ryan do Genesis though, like bad, like eighties Genesis. I can't dance. Oh God, that'd be that'd be, that'd be so great. I'm, just, I'm I'm honestly conflicted. I really am. Honestly conflicted. We'll figure it out though. Uh, so if you got uh, you got something you you're thinking of, uh, call in after this. I'm gonna play a song by the band Grays from uh, Toronto. This is a uh, Use Your Delusion. That was Grays with Use Your Delusion. Uh, that band is from Toronto, and they ripped it up in a very real and palpable way last night at Eli's Mile High Club. It was an early show, and 
Not that early, though. Not, not as early as I, as I thought it was going to be, unfortunately. But great, 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 uh, great band. And it was a great bill. That was a... Uh, oh, and looks like we got a caller. Caller, you're on the air. Uh, hey, it's uh, Shazad from Grace. Well, that is, that's crazy timing. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. I was just playing a song by you guys. <laughs> wow. Well, would you look at that? Thank you for thank you calling in, sir. You guys rocked it last night. Hey, thanks a lot. And uh, that was at Eli's Mile High Club. You guys are playing an SF show uh, at the kind of at Honey Hive Gallery, which is an excellent place at kind of Land's End in San in San Francisco, like way way out in uh, outer outer Sunset. Uh, great cool. place, great 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 joint. Yeah. And I gotta say, it's it's nice to see a raucous rock and roll act that you pretty much have no expectations for. I, ben played me like one of your songs. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, sounds cool. You know, whatever. Only halfway paying attention, but you guys brought it. There were there was a there was a mission or Burma <laughs> ism going on in there. Um, well, literally, we played one of their songs. Yeah, uh, that, that, and then I was I was like, oh what. I know this. What is this? I'm like, oh, it's Mission of Burma. Awesome! And uh, there, I, there, there was fist pumping. There was there was legs uh, up on this on the stage. Well, that, that was great, man. You, you, you guys are uh, you guys are a good band. How long have you guys been together? I, I know nothing about you, so this is going to be a compelling interview, I'm sure. Oh, hey, no problem. Uh, it's uh, been just over three years, maybe three and a half years now. But I know you, you've done you've done some serious touring because my good friend Ben Abraham, who I went to the show with. Said that uh, you know you, you guys have played New York a couple times. Uh, yeah, right? we we've toured a number of times. Uh, I mean, New York is real close to us, so we play there. We actually played there more, I think, in the last year than we did in Toronto, where we're from. Now, I, I have a I have a follow up question to that, which is, do you know the band Practice Wife from Toronto? Practice Wife. That's yes. what they're called. Yeah, they call Practice no, Wife. Uh, fantastic band, uh, and I, I realized that. That is the functional equivalent of, of asking, you know, uh, I know all bands don't hang out together, like in one in one big room in Toronto or, or elsewhere. But yeah, they're they're a good band. They're they're uh, they would be a good match for you guys. They played the PRF West here uh, a little bit ago in early May, and uh, okay. despite the fact that James Sullivan has some serious hipster hair, they bring the damage in a in a, in a very real way, and that, that would be a good double okay. bill. All right, I'll check them out. You guys are uh, you're about halfway through this tour, is that right? Yeah, uh, just over. We've got uh, exactly two weeks left. Awesome. So, uh, and you've got San Francisco. Then I think you're going like uh, someplace in the Central Valley, like Fresno or something. You were saying? Yeah, Fresno, and then we're in LA for a couple of days, and then we head back east. Cool. And is this is this your first time on the West Coast? Uh, no, we, like, when we were, like, the first year we were a band, we decided to come out here, so it's our second time, but I mean, for all intents and purposes, it's the first time here. Okay, awesome. Well, I, I certainly hope it's not the last. I, I quite enjoy the show. Uh, I, I, it, it's interesting. Is, is there a Toronto sort of, like, crazy rock scene, like, where uh, a band such as yourselves have, like, other like-minded bands, or you do feel like you're kind of outsiders, there. Uh, it's kind of it's kind of both. Um, there's a really, I mean, there's a really big community of bands in Toronto. Um, a lot of them are fairly noisy, but they all do their own thing. Like, I don't think that 
were really comparable to a lot of the other bands. Like, I wouldn't say that any band sounds particularly like us. Um, but there is a really good, um, I don't know if I would call it like a rock and roll scene or anything like that, but it's pretty, it's pretty, uh, pretty noisy kind of post-punk stuff. Uh, and there's a lot of great bands, uh, who we're friends with, uh, even on our, just on our label, there's a lot of great stuff coming out of there right now. Nice. Okay. And, uh, th- that's good to know. I mean, it's, it's nice when you've, you know, you've, when you've got a community, you're not just sort of out, out on your own necessarily. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't always like that. Like, it seems relatively, you know, in the last maybe, like, four, three or four years, there seems to have, like, a lot of great bands seem to have formed around the same time. And, uh, yeah, it's doing really well right now. Very nice. And so uh, it looks like you've, you've played some interesting places. I'm, I'm Facebook stalking your band right now. <laughs> uh, the Observatory in Chicago. That's a that's a cool place. Is that Chicago treat you okay? Uh, it was okay. Chicago's always been kind of weird for us, but uh, that spot was really cool. It was like a loft, uh, fourth floor of this. Um, uh, yeah, it looked, I don't know if it was abandoned, but yeah, it was like this old kind of factory building, I think. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, it was like people people seem to live there. It was really cool, actually. Really great spot. Yeah, I know that the uh, there was one of the PRF events in Chicago happened there. I actually haven't been uh, to that one, but I, I, you know, it's interesting. I'm, I'm looking back at your tour dates. I just realized I was actually in the Midwest at the same time you were. Uh, of course, I didn't. Oh, know, no way. I didn't know who the hell you guys were at the time. Of course, but uh, yeah, I totally, totally could have caught a show. <laughs> uh, well, you made up for it. Indeed, I saw them last night, and I would highly suggest tonight uh, taking the. Yeah, if you're a public transit rider, taking that uh, taking that long bus ride, you know, charging up the phone and uh, seeing Honey Hive Gallery and, and seeing Gray's play because, uh, like I said, you get you guys bring it. I, I don't give praise out willy nilly, and I think you guys have a very good live presence, and you know the songs are there, which is nice. So, Thanks. Not to you know spray anything, kissing your ass or anything along those lines, but that's fine. You can do that. Ha <laughs> ha. So, and uh, how do you know Jordan? You played with the, the Amazing Reptoid, uh, one-man musical dynamo. That uh, we actually met um, a couple months ago. He was doing sound at the Hemlock, and I was there with my girlfriend. We went to go see Survival Nice. And, uh, yeah, we just started talking, and he uh, helped us out with a bunch of shows. Stuff. That's right. That's right. The the amazing yeah. survival knife. Uh, I was at that show as well, and it was I was kind of shocked that you were, but since you know Toronto and all. But yeah, uh, yeah. great band, uh, great folks. In fact, uh, I think I have. Uh, here we go. This is Survival Knife. I'm Justin. Meg. Brant. And you're listening, listening to Conan Neutron's Protonic Reversal. There we go, friend of the show, Survival Knife, with a station ID that I forgot that I had. So that's the thing. Thank you, thank you for remembering me. Uh, uh, so I played uh, one of your tunes earlier. I'll certainly pay, play more of them later on. The record is called If Anything, and you can get it at uh, I think uh, was your your label your label site or uh, Gray's Band G R E Y S B A N D. Or uh, what's what's the what's the record label that? Uh, Sorry, what's 
Yeah. Car Park Records, is that it? That's the label, yeah. It's okay. also in, uh, I think it's at Amoeba and a few other stores. So Nice. Uh, since I, I managed to drunkenly purchase a shirt last night, I did not <laughs> pick up any music. I rectified that now. So I'm, I'm looking forward to jamming that out on future shows and uh, you'll, you'll be hearing more uh, about from Grace. So it looks like you've got uh, you know about halfway through the tour here. Uh, you got any shows you're specifically looking forward to in general? Uh, we're looking forward to a day off in Vegas. That should be pretty fun. Oh, nice. Well planned. That's that's yeah. smart. <laughs> yeah, it worked out real well. And it uh, looks like, yeah, we got uh, Fresno, Los Angeles, Riverside, San Diego, Phoenix, Salt Lake City, Denver, Kansas City, Lawrence, St. Louis, Nashville, Kalamazoo. Uh, catch Grays on tour, grays.bandcamp.com, uh, graysband.com. Uh, you guys are great. Thanks for, uh, thanks for calling into the show. And, uh, yeah, uh, unless you have, do you have a special message of peace and understanding for the world or anything along those lines? No, that's cool. <laughs> all right. Well, as we all know, everyone should do exactly as I say all the time, always. So I'm telling you right now, buy the Grays album. Uh, support these dudes. They're on tour. See them at Honey Hive Gallery tonight. They are awesome. They will rock your socks off. It's going to be a heck of a show. Uh, I'm, I, th- I think you guys are going to tear that place apart in a good way. Yeah, I, sure. Is there actually free pizzas or a band called Free Pizza? playing tonight. I have no idea. I'm not <laughs> sure, but either way, either way, I'm looking forward to it. So. It's uh, also with Reptoid. There's a... Uh, okay, yeah. So there's going to be awesome music and free pizza. So there's actually going to be free pizza at this show. Get there early because all the pizza will get eaten. You'll be hungry for pizza, but you will not have any pizza because it's all been eaten. So yeah, there you go. Show starts early. Not punk rock time. 7 o'clock, Honey Hive Gallery. Uh, you all see the incredible Reptoid. And that that's a good that's a good double whammy. I don't know this other band. Hazel's Wart? Sure. <laughs> Alright. Go go see Hazel's Wart, which is not an actual wart, but a band called Hazel's Wart. Right. Uh, dude, thanks so much for calling in. Uh, I know it's it's early for you. It's not not exactly rock and roll time. No, but thanks. Thank <laughs> you. Uh yeah, don't be a stranger. And uh I'll Unfortunately, I'm not. I'm probably not going to be at the show tonight because I have very boring domestic plans with the lady. But I will. I will send some of my minions forth to rock hey, out with you. Quiet, man. Thanks. All right, dude. Take care and uh, safe right. travels. Okay, Pete too. Bye. All right. Good. Good times. That dude's a rocker. He rocks out. Go see Grace tonight. They're, uh, they're, they're worth your time. Yeah, give, give them some money. Give them some money, would you? Just give them some money. That's what, that's what they need. They're on tour. It's a band that's touring. Come on. Get with it. All right, since we played some Toronto with Grays, let's play a Practice Wife song. This song called Chain of Command.
helps when the microphone is on. That's Room Runner with May. Before that, we had Toronto's Practice Wife with Chain of Command. Toronto is where Practice Wife is from, which is also where Greys are from. So hopefully they can get together and do some awesome stuff. You know, go see a hockey game and go to a Tim Hortons or something. I don't know what the hell people do in Canada. They do the same thing that they do here, Conan. Don't be a jerk. DJ Real-Time Trump. Is not in the studio with me today, unfortunately, but I believe she shall be returning next week, so that will be a nice thing. Uh, Tune in next week. And you will hear Real Time Drop. I believe I'm also going to be training Mr. Dan Cash Cooley for a radio show. I may or may not let him on the microphone. We'll see. See if he plays his cards right. Uh, he's, he's the kind of guy that he, he's at a show and, you know, he just looks like he looks, he looks, he looks important. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a good place to be with that. That, uh, you know, you've got an iconic look. You're there. You're there for a reason. It's a it's a whole situation. And uh, Dan Cashkul, I think, will have a great show when he gets trained. He really, he really is a, a scene mainstay. Oh, th- that makes sense. He is important. That's why he looked important. Yes, thank you. Real time drop. That's what I was searching around for. Got to get some interns around here. I, I get, I'll get an intern just to push the buttons on this on this thing. Make that work. Oh goodness! Look at the time. We are we're right up against it, aren't we? Where does the time go? Where does the time go? I don't know. It's been a fun show. Four one five nine six two seven nine seven nine. Last chance. Last chance. To suggest a song for Ryan Christopher Parks to cover. I will uh, put up the top contenders on the Protonic Reversal Facebook. We'll do some kind of voting of some kind. You must like Protonic Reversal on Facebook to participate in that. I know, it's a bummer. Liking things. It's exhausting. It's just exhausting to like things, isn't it? It really is. Oh, what do we got here? You know what? I know what we got. It's enough. It's enough. I've had enough of this. It's rocking and rolling. I get it. Rock and roll. Cool. <laughs> now, of course, we love rock and roll here. Protonic Reversal. Conan Neutron's Protonic Reversal. That's right. Protonic Reversal. So you've done it. You've wasted another two hours with me. But is it wasted? I think, I think it's a good time. You've been listening to Protonic Reversal only on Radio Valencia, RadioValencia.fm, RadioNeutron.com. I'd like to thank Patrick Walsh, my guest today. Briscoe Ward, Ferrister, Laugh in the Barrage, great guy, solidly backed. 
rescueward.bandcamp.com, laughingtherodge.com. Grays are on tour. See them, they rock, the, rock my socks off. Put them back on. Grays.bandcamp.com. Grays Band. This is Protonic Reversal. Protonic Reversal. Mr. and Mrs. America, all the ships at sea. Thanks for listening. Anyone within the sound of Catch you next voice. time. I've got 50,000 watts of power. Electricity. Can you hear me now? Out on Route 128, dark and lonely. I got my radio on. to my top 10. I'd like to thank our sponsor. But we haven't got a sponsor. Not if you were the last man on earth. She was prepared to prove it. This one goes out to a special girl. There is no special girl! It's the... It's the end of radio! The last announcer plays the last record!
What? Leaves the transmitter. Circles the globe in search of a listener. Can you hear me now? If there's no one there to receive It's the end of radio As we come to the close of our broadcast day This is a real goddamn 